Whenever July comes around, we know that we've reached the middle of the year, which is usually around July 2nd. So I wanted to use this month to do a mid-year review on black culture uh, from all different aspects and just do a look back of the different things that we've seen uh, and what we're looking forward to as well. So here you go. Black Equity listeners, you are some of the best people on this planet. The support you have shown us over the last six to seven months has been next level. Our our listenership continues to grow every day, which I'm sure most podcasts can say that. And we have met so many great people. My, my favorite thing about doing this podcast is... Uh, Your voice travels all across the world and you get to have conversations with people you may have never talked to before. Some of my best friends now are other podcasters that I've never even met, you know, just listening to them and understanding their perspective um, has been truly uh, a gem. You know, we never had this before. You know, we had radio before. But we have now an opportunity for everybody to have a voice, everybody to say what they say. And it's so sad when you when you see what's going on 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 black Twitter and black social media uh, spaces where there's this need to be right all the time. There is this need to tell people how to think and live and and be. So a lot of what I've been talking about for six or seven months has been trying to break away from that. But here's the best way that I've seen to break away uh, over the last six or seven months. The best way to break away from it is to simply uh, surround yourself with people who won't participate in that. And so I wanted to take this time during my my mid-year review to just reflect, because that's where you really get the best wisdom from. The best wisdom, you know, we can review interviews, we can review TV shows, and, you know, put the content out and, and, and review what's going on and what are the three pieces of equity, the three pieces of wisdom that are found uh, within the content. But the best thing to do sometimes is just reflect. You know, we, we are living right now in a Donald Trump society that we've all brainwashed ourselves to believe is Donald Trump society. And it really isn't. You know, I remember... Uh, I believe the end of last year, beginning of this year, when the government was shutting down and I was telling everybody, this is your sign that none of this is real. The government isn't real. None of this stuff is real. And people, you know, they they paid attention for a second or two, but then they went back living their lives and they looked up and they said and they they began to believe that Trump is real again because the news tells them that. You know, if you turn on the news, the the news will tell you that Trump is real and that the government is real and that racism is happening and all. And I'm not saying none of that is happening. I'm just saying you have to be in charge of your own daily life and you can't let the, the news dictate to you what, you know, what's happening over in one area, you know, what should be happening in your mind and in your world. Sometimes, you know, I remember, you know, most times I'm recording from. Uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. 
And as I'm recording from Charlotte, North Carolina, I think it was there was a shooting uh, last year uh, in the uptown area or right outside of uptown. They started protesting and it was all over the news, like it was CNN and everything. And Charlotte was the center of I think it was a Friday or a Saturday night and Charlotte was everywhere. And uh, this must have been about last year or the year before. But so Charlotte's everywhere and uh, all over the news, but I'm in Charlotte. <laughs> I'm outside. I'm, I'm driving and doing stuff around the city. And depending on what part of the city you're in, you wouldn't even know that anything was happening. And so your reality sometimes could be really dictated by what's happening in one corner of one city uh, in one particular state. And so... I not to say that, you know, I didn't care or I wasn't, you know, affected by it. I'm just simply saying, uh, as I'm sitting in Charlotte, I'm able to go to the restaurant, I'm able to go here, I'm able to go there, and by the time I come home I find out what's happening, I'm like, oh, I didn't even know. You know, another time, uh, it's, it's snowing on one side of the city, but it's not snowing on the other side of the city. And the duality of that just shows you that what could be happening in one little area could impact the world by putting it on social media, by putting it on TV, by putting it uh, for the world to see. The world then sees it as real and they think it's happening everywhere. But usually it's just happening in that one corner at that one time. And not to say that it's not important, but I don't know if it's everything all the time. Right. So. The mid-year review. So what are what are some of the different things that happen in different parts of our society and in our culture? What are the main things? Well, I'm just going to take the numbers that you provide me, to be honest with you. If we take the numbers that you're providing me and we look at some of our highest rated shows, our highest rated shows, let me tell you what those are. One of our highest rated shows, when I pull up the uh, statistics, uh, is uh, the show on uh, Nipsey Hussle. I can feel it in the air. Uh, That is one of our biggest and most uh, listened to show. The Black Woman is God. That is also one of the the biggest shows that we've had. Uh, Hold Me Accountable. A really great show uh, featuring accountability coach uh, Tirza Monet. Uh, another uh, episode that people talk about is Is She Right? Where we talk about uh, Candace Owens. And also the follow up to Is She Right? I would say is the part two of it is when we break down uh, Candace Owens actually sitting down uh, and it's called I Didn't Say That, where she sits down at the House uh, Judiciary Committee to have a conversation. So those are just some of the ones that, you know, stick out as the top, top podcast episodes. Uh, one of my favorite uh, episodes is whenever we're doing a, a, a deep dive into a, a moment uh, that's actually happening in, in real time. I really love those. Uh, so for me, one of those was uh, doing a, a story on shifting narratives. 
where we're basically pre- predicting how the whole narrative uh, of police brutality is going to shift uh, with the Ava DuVernay project. And the, the project hadn't even come out yet. And then a few weeks later, we're able to do a follow up uh, for that particular uh, show called Trauma. So everything connects. And I really have enjoyed, uh, you know, putting these the, these pieces of content out. Also, Mover and Shaker, where we reviewed The Black Godfather on Netflix. Uh, that was an, an awesome one. I always love to review these movies and documentaries that are uh, subconsciously uh, impacting our culture in some way. So I wanted to talk about that. Also, uh, the special Black Equity Insider uh, edition, where we give you our top 10 uh, Black podcasts. And at the end of the year, we will be updating our top 10 black podcast uh, to see where we are at that time. Uh, So, that you know, it's always a a rotating list. It's always something that's moving and shaking. And really, to qualify to be on the list, you know, the biggest thing is what's your character? You know, what is your character? You may have really great content, but then as soon as the mic is off, who are you? And so a lot of these people that you see me uh, putting putting on a list is because I've actually had really great conversations with these people offline and met these people and talk with these people. And so I want to make sure that not only am I recommending really great content, but then I'm also bringing you to really great people because that's what's going to last longer than anything else. It's not going to be the 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 catchy, you know, catchphrases that people use and the branding that people use. All that is great. But who are you when when the mic gets cut off and uh, you're just sitting on social media or we meet you at a conference or we talk to you here? Who are you then? You know, that that's why one of my favorite episodes is uh, Build Your Own Table with Don Myers. You know, being able to speak with her uh, during this conversation and before this conversation allowed us to have a really organic uh, conversation about building your own table, what she's doing in the uh, uh, hair and beauty uh, sector, and then also what her thoughts are on politics and culture. And that has been a huge episode uh, as far as uh, the numbers. But for me, the impact of it all uh, has been really great as well. And so there's some more recent episodes that haven't had enough time to really breathe yet to get the numbers. But I will say, if you haven't listened to uh, Black Mermaids, uh, you, you need to listen to that because it's, it's there is going to be a follow up to Black Mermaids. The, a lot of times what you're seeing on the podcast is I have to tell the story, but the story hasn't really been written yet. We really don't know what this Black Mermaids thing is going to be. And so I have to kind of ask questions and and ask, where are we going with this? Because I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with the Little Mermaid. I don't know what's going to happen with Holly uh, Bailey. And, you know, since doing that episode is revealed, definitely that the person that's going to play the lead on Little Mermaid is going to be a white guy. And so the questions I ask on social media is, well, if, it, if she's going to, you know, be falling in love with a white guy was it was it really a win to even have you know a black mermaid if she just falling in love with a white dude anyway it's still (laughs) for the black culture and black love and all that great stuff it still misses the mark of our culture i am not against interracial dating but i'm saying how convenient is that 
How convenient is it? Oh, yeah, well, Black Mermaid, but you got to fall in love with a white dude. I'm just saying. Now, you can see that or, or not see that. I'm just telling you what I see. And then another one that you you uh, may have not have gotten a chance to listen to that has recently come out is Black Babies, White Parents, where we're analyzing the Red Table Talk uh, with Kristen Davis sitting down with uh, Jada Pinkett Smith and the rest of the crew to talk about being a, a white parent who has adopted um, black babies. And it's always been a, a huge red flag in the community like what is going on here so if you want to you know listen in on that conversation and my thoughts there definitely do that but if you're not familiar the biggest thing that we try to do on this podcast is catch what's happening real time that day monday through friday what is really happening that we can sink our teeth into uh to find not only the wisdom but the equity that's involved Uh, in that situation so we can grow and expand and become better and wiser for the next day. And so I I always find it weird when when people have decided, well, they're not going to listen to Black Equity Podcast. They're not going to put their time into it. I'm just being honest with you. If you're not listening to the Black Equity Podcast, you're not really paying attention to the culture. I'm I'm just saying that as the executive producer here, as the host here, I know I'm biased, but I listen to a lot of podcasts uh, and I, I pay close attention to what's going on in the culture. And I'm just letting you know, if you're not listening to Black Equity Podcast, you're missing the mark. You're missing the mark because over the last six or seven months, we've given you all the clues to how to build generational wealth. It's all linked in there. I don't have to call my podcast Generational Wealth to give you generational wealth. I don't have to talk about money to hand you money tips. The money is sprinkled all through the conversation. All I'm doing is following the money. By following the money, it leads me to the wisdom. <laughs> the, the, the following the equity, following the black equity tied to every situation tells me the the wisdom that we need to find for that day moving forward. And so I, I, I can't fathom why you wouldn't be listening to the Black Equity Podcast. And then if you're an entrepreneur or an investor like a Don Myers or like other people that you'll be hearing about in the future that are coming on the show, if you want to get your brand popping if you want people to know, you know, about you, you want to bring it to the culture. So why would you not want to sit down and talk with me so then we can have a conversation? It doesn't make sense to me. I, I can't put my finger on why people are jumping on other podcasts that don't even highlight what's going on in the culture. They're just talking. Just talking. And so. If you are trying to get your your brand going, it would be smart to sit down with an investor. It would be it would be smart to sit down with someone who understands uh, product placement, who understands uh, how to showcase what it is that you do. I don't believe in having interviews. I believe in having spotlight spotlighted conversations. And so if if this is a place for you to do that or this is a place where you want to do that, all you have to do is contact me. The details are on our Instagram at Black Equity Network. So 
I'm saying all this and shout out to our black equity insiders. If you sign up to be a black equity insider, shout out to you. I appreciate you. The game has been a wonderful place to analyze. It, it's been a wonderful place to really take in, you know, what we are seeing. I will say this. I have been a little disappointed in some of the things that I've seen uh, since starting this podcast. Um, There's just a lot. Black culture is very tribal, very tribal. And um, I it's always been that way. But I think as I as I age and I get as I get older and I'm just looking at it. It's very, it's very sad, but you know it, it's it's a it's a it's a thing where we can't just expect people to rock with us because they're black. Like it, it's almost that would just be too simple, right? <laughs> it would be too simple to just um, say, okay, well you're black, so you're cool. Uh, we, you know, we still have to look at the character of people. And so what I found is, you know, I found a lot of black faces uh, with supposedly black content. And I don't know if they have black principles. And so that is really what I wanted to discuss, you know, as I'm looking at the media review. As I'm looking, look, as I look back so far in 2019, what I'm looking at, and it's going to make it a lot easier for the end of the year review to just do the second half of the year. Uh, But what I'm looking at on this first half of the year is where are the black principles? And I think it's, I think what I'm seeing is whenever something's missing in the culture, it's, it's, it's a sign that it's our responsibility to create it. That's really what it is because we create our own reality. And so if there, if we are missing black principles, I would love to sit down. Here are some of the people I would love to sit down with. Let's go ahead and manifest the people that I want to sit down with. Okay. Uh, dope black pods uh, on Instagram. I would love to sit down with you, especially Tia. Tia, I would love to sit down with you and have a conversation where we can start putting together some of the black principles. Uh, and really, uh, both both of you over at uh, Sit With Us Pod, uh, Kimmy, I would love to have both of you on, either at the same time or at different times. You are somebody I feel like we could sit down and, and talk about the principles that maybe we can put within the culture. Uh, Pillow Talk. Pillow Talk podcast with uh, Robin. Robin, I would love to sit down with you. Let's build out the principles that we could, you know, put within the culture. So those are two um, brands, two different entities that I would love to sit down with. But I'm not done. There's, There's more. There's more people that I would love to collaborate with. And I'm putting this out publicly so it's documented that I'm saying it. 
Because a lot of times what happens is you can send emails and you can do this. No, we're just going to just let this thing play out right here live on black equity. Right. I mean, we got to we got to we got to speak things into existence. Uh, someone else I would love to sit down with and, and start talking about the principles that we can in, 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 in employ uh, with our with our uh, culture is uh, better than you pod. All the fellas that uh, better than you pod hit me up. Let's figure out a way for us to discuss the principles that we can put in place for the culture. Another uh, podcast that I would love to sit down with and figure out how can we implement principles uh, would be Ungentrified with Kent Johnson. Kent, love the love the work that you're doing. I love the marketing plan. I love everything that is, is going on. Let's start putting these principles together. Because, see, what I don't want to do is put the principles out, and it's only from the mind of DJM wisdom. Because where's the fun in that? If we're going to create a reality, we should do it collectively. It should be a collective effort. That's the wisdom that we've recently received from Big Crit. We've recently received that it should be a collective effort. What does a collective effort mean? It means that we have to figure out a way to come have a meeting of the minds. And so these are just some of the people that I would love to have that conversation with. So if you know about these podcasts, tell them that Black Equity said it's time to sit down and have a conversation. Now, I'm not quite done because there are some other uh, people that I would love to shout out and, uh, you know, work with. Now, these groups of people, I want to start working with uh, more uh, on a offline situation where we can start building real, uh, sustainable economies and ecosystems for the culture. Okay, so here are the the groups of people that I would want to work with uh, long term. Everybody I'm talking about today, long term that I want to work with uh, to to build a long term ecosystem for black culture. Okay, so who are some of those people? Okay, let's pull them up. Some of the people that I would love to sit down with uh, would include. I would love to sit down with Sequoia over at Commas. Obviously, that would be the best thing for everyone is for us to link up and figure out how do we work together? Uh, It's not just a game podcast with, with Chrissy Sanders. I would love to have. Chrissy on the show at least two or three times a year so we can talk about things that are happening within sports and uh, culture and how those two are colliding and then share, uh, you know, share our worlds with each other. And maybe a a situation where we can go back and forth on each other's podcast. Uh, Who else? Who else am I paying attention to? Because I want everyone to know what I'm thinking. You know, I I don't want you to be surprised with the kinds of people that I'm working with. Uh, Down to Mars. 
uh, I would love to sit down with Nadia uh, Johnson and uh, speak with her about technology and how we can uh, put together ecosystems uh, to improve uh, girls in STEM, to improve uh, blacks in tech and figuring out ways to take what she's doing in Milwaukee and move it around on a global scale. So, yes, I want to sit down with Nadia and have those conversations to build ecosystems on a uh, grander scale beyond what we're currently doing today. Who else? Uh, The Research Her podcast with Elissa. Uh, I would love to uh, figure out how can we collaborate to build um, a sustainable way to improve women's health and really black people's health in general. I think it would be important to start with the black woman. And then, of course, that will then take care of the whole family. Uh, So, Alyssa, if you are listening or if anyone knows Alyssa, tag her. Let her know, hey, you need to sit down with Black Equity Pod. You need to sit down with DJM Wisdom. And y'all need to start building an ecosystem outside of just podcasting. Uh, Who else? Who else would I love to collaborate that I've been noticing during this mid-year review? Uh, Real Love, 916, Ashlyn. I would love to build an ecosystem together where we can uh, go to different cities go and, and start talking about the different things that are happening locally that impact things on a national scale. I think you would be a great person to build that ecosystem with. If you are interested in working together, here I am uh, making myself available for the culture. And so those are some of the different people, the different brands, the different podcasts that I'm looking at saying, I need to work with these people on a grander scale. And how do we make that happen? How do we make that happen? Also, African and American with with six to goddess would love to sit down and figure out how we can build an ecosystem for strong black men and strong black women to come together and build something on the on the on the next level. Those are some of the people that stand out to me. And of course, of course, uh, the Oyster Ninja podcast. I love my charboiled uh, oysters. So we're we going to have to make that happen with the Oyster uh, Ninja and then also uh, Jamila Lewis, the wine lady. Uh, I love their content. I love what they're doing. I would love to see uh, potentially a lot more people from the culture come out to. I believe they're in uh, the D.C. area. I would love for them uh love for all of us to come together and start having some next level conversations uh in a safe place because really it's all about having a safe place and so having oyster and wine together would be a lovely situation and i'm trying to make sure i am uh there for the next event uh that you guys have coming up so we'll we'll stay tuned uh on that so as i'm looking at the mid level i'm sorry the mid review i am Truly excited about the different people that we've encountered, the different brands we've encountered. Once again, if you are an entrepreneur, an inventor, an investor, and you want to showcase your company, your product, your service, whatever it is that you're trying to do, and you want to partner, 
I'm all for it. Send me the product. I'll review your product. If you are someone who is selling wine, send me a bottle of wine. I'll talk about it on the podcast. I'll let you know how I really feel about it. If you have uh, food-related products, send them over. If you have uh, household items that you have invented or or put together, send them over. We can work something out. I'll, I'll let you know the address to send it to. Uh, I am looking at looking at all black products, all black services. How do we feature them and get them out to the public? If you have an app that you developed, I would love to review that app, uh, put it on my phone and use it on a daily basis and then talk about it. And then maybe even have you on the show. I am looking at making it this fully inclusive. And so my mid-year review isn't to just talk about, you know, what happened in politics and what happened in sports and who won the who won the national championship and who did this and who won the Super Bowl and you know no I'm not looking at it like that. I'm looking at it at all the different people that I've come in contact with and letting you know these are the people that I feel are top shelf people and top shelf brands and also letting you know that if you want to be top shelf along with us, you are welcome to sit down with us. Now, I will say this. I've come across people that I felt were really great uh, people. But then once you've given them a chance to talk uh, and they begin to tell you that, you know, they're okay with not having men at the table. uh, I can't I can't go forward with that. I can't go forward with um, only women being at the table. And so if you are looking to build this all woman uh, situation, that's cool. I can't be mad at it because, yeah, men did it, too. You know, men built their, you know, good old boy networks. And so if women are looking to build their good old girl networks, that's fine. But I just obviously (laughs) by default, there would be no reason for me to work with you if um, (laughs) you don't want me at the table. So enjoy your table. Have fun at the all women's table, fellas. Have fun at your all guys table. So, fellas, if you don't want women at your table, I'm probably not the guy for you. I want an inclusive environment. And so I want to see men and women come at the table within our culture and figure out really great solutions where we can build really great things and figure out how to elevate everyone who wants to sit at the table with us. So this is just me putting an olive branch to the culture, taking one episode to say, if you are ready to elevate the entire culture, Black Equity Podcast offers uh, uh, offers a seat at the table for you and we open our door to you. Uh, And if you are ready, I look forward to what we're doing for the rest of the year. Thank you for listening to Black Equity. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you are looking to collaborate, send me a message on Instagram at Black Equity Network. If you want to hear what I'm thinking on uh, different topics, 
that are beyond the podcast, you can sign up to be a Black Equity Insider. You can also find that link on uh, Instagram at Black Equity Network. And from time to time, I'm on Twitter uh, uh, at DJM Wisdom, where I am uh, just giving my different takes on what's going on in the culture. And uh, by the way, if you follow uh, Donald Trump uh, on uh, Twitter, I will be unfollowing you. And if you follow anybody that has podcasts where they uh, are talking down on the culture, either on their podcast or as soon as they get off of it on Twitter. uh, And when I say talking down on their uh, culture, I mean saying things like, uh, you know, I don't I only work with black people. I don't work with niggers. Uh, That sounds like a very racist remark that a white man would say. So I don't know why that would be something that coming out of a black person's mouth. I understand the sentiment, but I just can't do it. So if you follow someone like that, I've also unfollowed you. Just so you know, I I can't do it anymore. If you are coming online to uh, make yourself be uh, bigger than life and make yourself be the end all be all of black culture, um, I can't I can't rock with you. And we're just from different tribes. And that's the thing I've noticed. You know, all the great black black podcasts out there, there's so many different tribes. There's so many different ones. And it's okay. You guys have your tribes. And we'll just build ours over here. And I guess we'll just see each other in a different lifetime. And at a different time in our lives. I guess it just wasn't meant in this lifetime for us to work together. I'm not mad. I'm not upset. But I am disappointed. Um, So if you want to have an all girls group or all guys group or you don't work with niggas and you only do this and you talk like a racist white person, but your skin is black. I'm probably just not rocking with you. And it's okay. It's nothing personal. You know, it's just black equity.